podcasting from inside of a marketing agency, this is the Marketing Department Podcast, where we have candid ideas and curated content for the everyday marketer. Aaron, I think I did it right. I think you did too. It sounded great. I think I did it right. Yep. You nailed it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Well, Zeke, who is normally our host and podcast button extraordinaire over but, here. Buttoner, I think is the... Buttoner, yes. Term. He is not with us. He, he God is... God rest his soul. No, he's with us. He's oh. just not with us. He is actually on a plane right now headed to Denver, but then he's going to come right back. So he's just... Not only is he on the plane, he kind of driving the plane right now. Well, sort of. He's, he's, I, I don't think you drive planes. I think you fly them. Can you text and fly at the same time? Is that illegal? Sure, sure. Okay. You, you can... You can try. Well, if, they have this one actually has like a autopilot on. It's pretty cool. It's got Siri, like CarPlay. It's basically Air, like a AirPlay. AirPlay, yes. That's what yeah. it's called. That's why they. Yep. It actually does have all the things. It's pretty cool. Well, hey, today I'm Eric, and we're here with Aaron. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, then you know that we have a marketing agency here. And Alan, Alan, what are you doing over there? You're dropping lights, bud. So this is fun. So I was actually just talking about we're a marketing agency yep. and we're here. We have a podcast studio in our office and we have people all over doing all kinds of different things running the agency. But right now we're recording a podcast and Mr. Allen is in here taking some beautiful photography for our website that you'll see. However, he's dropping things as well. So Alan dropping lights, opening squeaky doors. It's fine. Thanks, bud. See you, man. Miss you already. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Alan. Nice Alan's guy. one of my favorite people he, and, on and the we planet. Reference this on the last one I was on. Mineral Wells reference. He's also a Mineral Wells guy. That's true. Uh, born and raised. That's so, true. Uh, Most of the people listening to this have no idea where Mineral Wells is. I'm sure they do. I didn't it's know. It's pretty popular with all all the people. All the, the, all right. So first, oh, the Baker Hotel. Baker Hotel. Uh, it's known for that. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty that's big deal. Redone. That's exciting. It is. Mm-hmm. So today we are talking about. Oh, I didn't get to talk about you. So Aaron here oh, yeah. has been yeah. on our podcast before. He is our digital marketing director here at our agency, Green Fox Marketing. And so we brought him in for this one specifically because it gets a little crazy when you start talking about understanding search engines and paid search. So crazy. It does because you, I mean, I don't know if it's Yahoo or Yoohoo or Bing. Uh, Bing. Bing. That's where it's all at. Yeah. Have you been to Bing's website lately? Probably since Nam. Well, me either. So I just didn't know if anyone had seen it lately, but I've heard of it. I do think there's like 7% of the world that uses it. Yeah, I saw it on my MySpace page oh, the oh, other day. Oh, Brittany's pulling it up back here in the background. What oh, is that? that? What is that? A, is that a turtle? Uh, I think that's a narwhal is what that is. Narwhal. <laughs> it's a narwhal. It is Bye, a narwhal. Buddy. That's Bing's, Bing is on it because they get photos of narwhal. Okay, every point I just listed, don't listen to. Yeah, so exactly. I don't know. Sometimes we just ramble. Now we're going to get into it. So we're continuing this month's theme of digital marketing. This week on the podcast, we're simply simplifying in a complicated thing, which Mm -hmm. is search engines and paid search. It doesn't have to be complicated, but sometimes it is. SEO may sound boring, but in reality, it's exciting when you unlock the intent of your searcher. And so Mm -hmm. I've seen this happen over and over and over, and it's pretty cool. It really can be overwhelming. Just just when you think about this, most people walk in our office and they're like, I need the SEOs. I don't know what that means, but I just need to be first on Google. And it feels like, oh, all you got to do is hit a couple buttons and you're first on Google. Just do SEO. Yeah, just do SEO. Uh The problem with just doing SEO is it is a highly competitive world Mm -hmm. out there and you can't just 
do it and assume something good's going to happen. So right. it's an ever-changing industry that really forces you to think 10 steps ahead of your competitors. And in order to be successful, you got to think about your customer first, mm-hmm. just like we do with really anything. I mean, any successful business that you see, you will always see that they put their customer first. Yep. So Aaron, let's dive in. Tell us a little bit about search engines. Yep. So like you just said, search. anytime you are working with search engines, you really got to think about who's looking for you and try to cater your website and basically your your online presence to what they're looking for. Whenever Google and everything first got started, it was very technical. You can pretty much optimize your site in a lot of ways that just made you look look good because you were ranking higher, but if you were to get on the site, your content probably wasn't there. It didn't really tell people anything. Now Google's trying to make sure that your website, in order for you to rank first or in those top spots, it's what the client or what the searcher wants because Google wouldn't exist if people weren't searching on it. So they want to make sure they're serving those people first. What are they looking for? Is this the best fit for them? Can they find the information fast? Because everything has to happen fast nowadays. So essentially what you're saying is you need to focus on your audience. Focus on your audience. Make sure that's number one. Closing that empathy gap, making sure that your site is what your client actually needs, not just talking about yourself, but what they're looking for is very important. Yeah, absolutely. So so let's dive in a step farther. Like how do we... What should we be focusing on? What should we not be focusing on? What should we be putting our emphasis on when it comes to this world? Honestly, back to that other point, you just got to put yourself in your customer's shoes. Think about what problem are you trying to solve and then make sure you communicate those answers on your site. So content is really key when it comes to SEO. There are some technical things you do uh, to make sure that your site's running running smoothly, but making sure the information is there clearly and concisely is is definitely the the first route to take. So let's put it into action. What does what does that look like technically? Technically, when you're writing content, you want to make sure that you take all the right steps to make sure that you have the best user experience, like making sure that people are finding what they need fast. Yep. And they're able to reach out to you whenever they need to. But also everybody's on their phone nowadays. Everybody is searching on their phone, so you want to make sure that your site is really optimized for mobile as well. A lot of companies now are taking the first step to make sure their website is optimized for mobile first, and then desktop is just like a a secondary. Yeah, that is such a good point. We actually shifted kind of our model here recently to when we build sites, we we actually build the mobile first, Mm -hmm. simply because of how, how often people are looking at at websites on mobile versus a computer. So for instance, today it's, I don't know what time it is. Sometime. What time we got? It is 1023. 1023 in the morning. I have yet to be on a computer, but I have been on my phone and been to three or four websites already. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of how our world works today. Yep. And so there's a couple different routes that you can take with your SEO. There's local SEO and then there's just just your standard SEO. Local SEO is for those who, if you have like a walk-in location or you want people to find like your physical brick and mortar store, there are so many different ways that you can optimize your site for local search. And if you want more tips on how to optimize your site for local SEO, there is a blog on our site under greenfox.io. And those are just 10 ways to improve your local SEO. Yeah, love that. So that, that resource is available to you for free and it's really good. Oh yeah. Thanks, bud. I mean, I wrote it. So I it's really good it. I because Aaron wrote it. That's that's exactly that's how good it is. It's, it is. It's nice. <laughs> Love it. All right, let's go into paid search a little bit. So paid search allows you to pay for service keywords in an auction format to have your website displayed on search engine results pages. So basically when someone, this is the thing that you see whenever someone types in Google and they're looking for plumber near me. I don't know why I always go to plumbers. I always go to plumbers. 
What are you I, laughing at back there? Because it's, it's what the thing I always say. Well, I think it, no, also because with your water heater situation, it's probably that. Yeah, have that, I talked about that on the podcast? Probably not, but you, I think you. I think should. I think I talked about that. You should. Yeah, let's have a moment. Yeah, ba- basically, I mean, I've already said the story, but we'll say it again. Basically, I left for a week, went out of town, came back, opened my closet door, and was hit in the face with steam. I don't know why I don't have a sauna in my closet, but what had happened was my water heater had a little hole in one of the pipes, and it was just blowing steam everywhere and all of my clothes and everything that I own pretty much got molded. His closet to put in perspective looked like a biology experiment. Like those who are like, well, how does mold grow in one week? So weeks? disgusting. That's what your closet looked like. Yeah, it was gross. It was a great. Yep. Yep. So basically you type in plumber near plumber. me and you see the first thing that'll pop up will be, it looks like the rest of the, the searches that you're looking for, but it has a little bitty word beside it that says add. That is essentially paid search when it comes to Google text ads is what we're calling them these days. Yep. Back in my day, they called them Google AdWords. AdWords. But, you know, they keep changing stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's one way. So how do we use this? What does this look like? Yep. So you're using paid search really to drive people fast to your site. SEO and paid search can work hand in hand. SEO is definitely a longer term build. But if you want to start driving traffic today and tomorrow, that's where paid search comes in comes in and you're basically you're entering into an auction you're trying to figure out again what the intent of the searcher is what they're looking for if you're using that example plumber near me you're going to be bidding on that keyword with other plumbers or other companies who are trying to also be that number one spot and the reason is is because you're showing up number one every single time the more you're willing to pay the more consistently you're going to show up so i don't know if you have this ability and i'm gonna put you on the spot right here on your computer i'm ready if we type in plumber near me do you have the ability to see how often that's searched right now oh yeah Aaron has all the cool tools on the back end of his computer. So we're looking for plumber near me, and we're just going to see. On a monthly basis, that's searched 368,000 times, and it has a cost per click of about $35, which is a pretty penny for a keyword. 368,000 times Mm -hmm. plumber near me is searched. So that is when we say it's not just as easy as just turning the thing on and doing the thing. Like there's so much that goes into it because so many people are doing it. So when Aaron's talking about this auction that happens, the auction is that people doing the the plumbing companies are paying to be seen first. And And the way you do that is by how much money you're willing to spend. As he just said, it looks like it's around 30, did you say $35 a click? $35 per click. That is way up there, people. That, that's that is not, that's depending on the industry you're in, service line industries like that, plumbers, AC companies, electrical companies, things like that, those are typically some of the more expensive ones because it is basically something that's happening every day in your area. You made a face. Did you find something new? I did, yeah. What you got? I was hoping you weren't looking at my face. Uh But what I was doing, I was just kind of comparing. I was telling earlier, you got to think about what your person is searching. Like, what are the most common types of searches? Gets into, like, the technical, like, keyword research. So we use Plumber Near Me, Mm -hmm. 368,000 searches average on month. If you were to take in the same industry, but then type in just plumbing company, that drops down to 14,000 instead of 368,000. Interesting. Um, But it's still about the same cost. So what you do there is when you're thinking about starting up any sort of advertising when you're going to a keyword situation is what really is the most popular keyword? Like what are people really searching? And then try to find that, that niche keyword that's not crazy expensive to where you can get a leg up on the competition. But also if you're bidding on a keyword that not a lot of people are searching, you're just going to be throwing money out there and it's not going to be driving a lot of people to your site. Cause no one's looking for that keyword. No one's looking for it. Right. Right. That's crazy. 
Mm-hmm. This is what gets me excited is figuring out all this. I'm stuff. glad you're excited about this. Yeah. This makes it makes me feel good. Yeah. Well, I think you and I are the only two that are you, yeah. you, me, and whichever client we're driving business to. That's yep. that's pretty much who's excited about this. Yeah. Candidly, anytime I bring up keyword research, about eight out of ten people just kind of give me a blank stare. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'm not excited cool. about that. Oh, okay. Well, you could have said so. It's fine. <laughs> Before I, started. I'm just kidding. No, I actually, I actually really do enjoy it. It really is pretty cool to see what the world's doing. This is one of those worlds that's very, what I love about this is there's, there's different things in marketing. There's things, take a billboard. You mm-hmm. just don't know the effectiveness of it. You just don't. I mean, you might get a call. You might not. Someone might tell you they saw your billboard. They might not. This is directly, I mean, you can track every Everything. single thing about it. You mm-hmm. can track where they came, which search engine they came from. Yep. You can, you can check what words they typed in to mm-hmm. get to that search. What device you, they're on, where they're at. All the things. All the things. And so I love that because it gives you real data. And anytime you can get real data, you'll hear us preach this over and over. Anytime you can get real data, it's going to actually make you make the most wise decisions. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes we go based on our own experience. and, And unfortunately, well, or fortunately, we don't all think the same. So when it comes to our, our experience in searching, I might type plumber near me. Mm -hmm. You might type plumbing company. Someone yep. else might just type plumber DFW. Some people might search my closet has a bunch of mold on it and I need help. The, all those me. things. That's true. Yep. yep. All of those things are, are things that are actually searched. And so <laughs> yep. I may have searched that. I may have not. Uh-huh. But what's really cool about it is that's what's cool about the back end is you can see what people actually search for and get actual results so you know what to do in the future. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk a little bit about Google. So we talked about Google ads. I'm going to stop you before we go too. Go for it. Yeah, let's hear it. So just in case anybody is wondering, if you're in the industry of cleaning out people's closets with mold, the (laughs) long tail keyword of my closet has mold because of my water heater is pretty much free. Because nobody searches that? Yeah, nobody searches that. Nobody has that issue? Is that what you're saying? If you're looking, you're the only one in the world. that I'm the only, I wouldn't be surprised. Talked about this yesterday. I, I literally walked into the office and said, Guys, y'all know how things just happen to me mm. because things just happen so to me else, like that. What else has happened to you? I don't remember what happened to me yesterday. Why did I say that? What was that? Okay. Oh, painting. Let me tell you what happened. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it for a second. So yesterday, well, I'm getting my, I just bought a, well, it's a townhouse. Keep calling it a condo, but I, I just bought a townhouse. townhouse I'm super excited about it. Mm-hmm. It needs a lot of remodel, but it's like on, it's like a lake view. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's in my favorite neighborhood in our town. It's awesome. However, I'm getting remodeled. So, but I'm not doing much remodel because that stuff drives me crazy. Yesterday, I tried to go up there and install a ring doorbell little fixture thing. Uh-oh. And I made it like seven minutes. No, I made it 11 minutes because I have a 10 minute cutoff. I can't figure something out in 10 minutes. Then I just figure it out somebody who can do That's it. That's why you don't hang anything up on the wall. Exactly. Yep. 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 Anyway, so what had happened was yesterday, I give all... I give all the paint to the painters and I'm like, here, here's all the paints. They're labeled. I mean, it's had everything set up exactly how they needed. Mm -hmm. Well, I get to the house. I'm painting everything. I mean, I'm painting the whole house, cabinets, everything. I'm nervous. Get to the house. My downstairs kitchen is supposed to be painted this pewter green. I had some designers design all this stuff. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm colorblind. You should have just owned the fact that you like came up with pewter green. Well, I'm colorblind. So if that's a bad color, I don't want anybody to blame me. Mm. Anyhow, so it's supposed to be pewter green and the cabinets downstairs and then all the other cabinets in the bathrooms, upstairs, everywhere else are supposed to be wrought iron gray. Yep. Well, they were backwards. 
Perfect. So I walk in. Oh, wait, kitchen. how did you know since you're colorblind? Well, I had a phone call that I needed to come look at it because they were backwards. Oh, perfect. and then I walked in. I was like, oh, I guess those are backwards. I'm gonna just trust them. Yeah, assume that. Well, what had happened was at the paint store they switched the lids. Perfect. So the Good painter actually switch. did what he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. The paint store switched the lids to the wrong paint. So yep. therefore, what do I do? I can't. I can't make the painter redo it. I think that's because it's not the his fault. Mississippi lid switch is what that's the called. Mississippi lid switch. It's not good. So anyway, that's the kind. But here's the deal. It worked out good anyway. I kind of like the rod iron downstairs in the kitchen anyway. So it worked out. It was fine. It, it's did fine. Did it work out good or did it work out well? Oh, we have our content writer in the room. So it welly worked out. You should do gooder next time. Gooder. All right. I'll do gooder. Right. So anyway, that's the kind of thing when I say things just happen to me. Like yeah. who does that? Tell me someone else who's that, who, that you know that has had their paint switched by their painter because the lid was switched at the store. Are you Googling it? See how many times this happens? I'm what do I do? Right let's why, see. Why don't you, let's, let's move on to the next one. I'll work on this in the background. Well, you can work on the background, but you're the one who's supposed to be talking. So I'm let's gonna, talk about quality score. I want to hear about that a little bit. That's a, that's something that's a, it's, it's a newer phrase ish that gets talked about more. It may not be a new phrase, but it gets talked about more recently than it used to. So let's hear about that a little bit. Yep. So quality score is important because HubSpot defines the quality score as an algorithm that scores each of your ads for relevancy. So basically meaning, does your ads make sense? Is it relevant to what you're trying to accomplish? Because again, they're thinking about the user. If your quality score is higher, that means it's going to resonate with your audience better. It's not just like some confusing verbiage that you might be familiar with. Because another thing you got to think about is whenever you're writing these, writing the actual copy for the ads, because it's not just about keywords, it's about the actual words that people are reading for your ad. You might be the expert in your industry. You might have a lot of like technical words that you use on a day-to-day basis. Like you and I, whenever we talk about anything that has to do with like digital marketing, we have like some kind of niche words that we use that yep. maybe the our audience might not understand. Yeah. So you kind of got to make it almost Sesame Street simple to where they're able to understand quickly what you offer, what you do, and if you can help them. Because if you make them think too long, they're going to bounce immediately. So that's where relevancy comes into play. Is just making sure that what you're writing makes sense. And then Google actually scans each of your landing pages after they click your ad to make sure that where you're pointing them to is relevant. Because yep. you may be able to write like amazing ad copy, but if your site doesn't speak to what you wrote, Google's really not going to serve you that well because, again, it's going to throw off your user. Yeah, and that's happening not only in Google world, it also happens in Facebook world. If your ad leads to a landing page that seems spammy, your ads won't be seen as much. So yep. it's kind of happening across the world. Also, you sounded real like aggressive and hood when you said bounce. Like they're going to get on your site and they're going to bounce. Yeah, they go bounce. I mean, it sounded real cool. But that Thanks, was actually buddy. the technical word. It really is. Uh, which is fun. It's a bounce mm-hmm. rate. So let's talk about that for just a second. So a bounce rate, if you ever hear this phrase, it's a phrase you need to understand and you need to know because this is a big deal to Google and it's also a big deal to the success of your website. So tell us a little bit about bounce rate. Yeah, so bounce rate is just an indicator of people who get on the site. And it's a, again, it's a good indicator of if people are finding what they need quickly or not. If they see an ad that they think like, oh, this person, this company has what I need, but then they get on your site and it's nothing like they thought and they exit immediately, that's when they bounce. So the higher your bounce rate, the more people are getting on your site that don't really want to see your site. And then they 
exits. So the lower your bounce rate uh, means more people are getting on your site and actually finding what they're looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So going back to a little bit of the things we just talked about, we have another SEO blog on our site that talks about focus on the metrics that matter. Yep. So there are metrics that matter and there's ones that don't and mm-hmm. they change. They're not the same as they were five years ago that they are today. So those are things that if you've been around marketing world for a while, I cannot stress this enough. People walk in our office every day and say, I have a marketing degree. I get this. Their marketing degree was five years ago, mm-hmm. 10 years ago. You have to understand how much things change every single quarter. They, oh, yeah. they change quarterly. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about, I have experience because of a marketing degree five years ago, none of that matters if you haven't been researching what's happening now. So right. we want to provide those for you for free on a blog that's focused on metrics that matter. So mm-hmm. I'm about to wrap this up, but I, I want to know yeah. if you found what you were looking for here. I did. Yeah. So what I was looking for was super important. I feel um, like it is. It really is. So my paint store switched the lids keyword. <laughs> If you ever want to find, if you ever want to start up a business Uh about locating lost lids. Lost lids, yep. That keyword is also free. Oh, good. You could could make a big imprint, but also nobody's searching it. So you're going to have to. Well, I'm going to search it later because I need to know if I can go to the paint. I don't want to mention their name. The paint store that I got it from and talk to them about it. Yeah, you should. Well, Rhymes with Merman Milliams. Not a sponsor. So if you do want to start up that business, Eric will be a perfect testimony to that problem. So he's definitely going to be your first client. I don't know. What's the, what's the the profitability on this? uh, How do you make money? All right. So what we want to, (laughs) on your point, moving on, focus on the metrics that matter. Like I said, it's a free resource on our site. Adding on to that, my job every single day is looking at charts. I'm looking at data every single day. There's so much data out there. Like I can have dashboard upon dashboard upon dashboard. It's overwhelming. Literally get lost. Yeah. I've seen you do that. I've seen You've you seen looking it. at your... I just walk by and he's just staring. I love, I'm like, I love a good dashboard. Are you okay, bud? I'm just looking at... <laughs> yeah, dash, dude. Looking just, at the metrics that matter. These are my confessions. With these the, are my... Yes. With the uh, dashboard. With the dashboard. Dashboard confessional. Anyone? Good. Also not a Anyone? sponsor. Um, Any so, uh, 2000s kids out there? 2000s kids. Well, maybe you were a kid in the 2000s what I was going for. Anyway, your hair's not in everywhere. That's a dashboard confessional song. I don't have hair at all. That's why I said it. Carry on. You're sick. Okay, so when you're looking at all these numbers, like Eric said, it's really easy to get lost in all these numbers. You can just start looking at just honestly anything, and it's easy to get lost into it, but you really need to hyper-focus on as minimal metrics as possible because some metrics, some, like if you're looking at, let's see, trying to think of an example. So whenever you're getting an SEO and whenever you're optimizing for that, you're going to want to focus on your keyword rankings. You don't just want to focus on it. Keyword rankings is basically where you rank whenever people search that keyword. So plumbers near me, if you're trying to rank for that keyword, you may be showing up as number 11 today, five tomorrow, seven the next day, those types of things. It's easy to get lost in that, but really want to focus on is what your site traffic is looking at. So don't really just focus on the keyword number, but look at your overall picture of how much is this actually increasing my site traffic, things like that. So really just want to pay attention to the proper metrics and not just every single metric out there. Cause like I said, it's really easy to get lost. Yeah, that's really good. We've, we've had a few clients. I remember one, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, they're still a client of ours now, but at the beginning, whenever we were doing some of the SEO stuff for him, it was, he was looking at literally every single day he would look and be like, Hey man, I'm number four. Hey man, I'm number two. Hey, I'm number and we, we literally had to transition him into, hey, man, 
how many sales did you get today yep. versus how many did you get last week when you weren't mm-hmm. when you weren't doing SEO, you weren't doing ads, you weren't doing any of that stuff. Right. Like and then once he started understanding that, he stopped because the metric that he cared about before when he was doing on his own was yeah. is he one, two, three, four, five? Like where is he right. at? That's the that's the only metric he kind of went off of when we explained, like, hey, start looking at your sales. Are your mm-hmm. sales based on people getting to your site? the quality of people getting to your site, all that kind of stuff is that resulting in more sales and he's still with us two years later. So I think so. It's so important because when you think about the keyword, there's also intent behind the keyword. There's like purchasing keywords. There's like just people window shopping. So really want to make sure, I mean, honestly, with that scenario, the keyword he was looking at wasn't a converting keyword. It was something that some people search, but it wasn't his high ticket keyword. So it's really just thinking about, okay, What's the pe- what's the word that I want people to search in order to learn about me? What are the keywords that I want people to buy from me? And to make sure you're focusing on those. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Aaron, thanks for your time today, buddy. I know you're a busy man, but having you come in here uh, oh, really fun. helpful. Yeah, so. thanks thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, next week on our podcast, we're going to be talking about successful digital campaign and case studies. So I'm pretty excited about Ooh, yeah. this one. Campaigns is where that's just the bread and brother. We it's love this be. kind of stuff. You also, say, did you say bread and brother? Bread and brother. I sure did. Listen, Is normally that that company? you're just lucky I pressed the button for the music to start. I was watching your finger. I didn't know which one it was. It could have been the cricket your sound. Your finger was shaking. It was it shaking was, a little yeah. bit. Well, hey, if you want to know where your brand exists and how it stands against your competitors, then we have something called a brand assessment that we would love for you guys to fill out. It's a simple form on our website. You can go to greenfox.io slash brand dash assessment. And what, you, what it is is basically just a way to find out where you stand against your competitors. It's a free thing that we offer. So if you want to check that out, do that today. Also, we are on a big intern search. We love interns around here. We have several, and every time we get one, it's just like, these guys are incredible. But we also want to be able to provide you as an intern just with skills for the future and things that you may need wherever it is you may go in the future. So if you want to email us at info at greenfox.io, and we can see if you're a good fit, and we're a good fit for you. So until next time, we'll see you later. 